Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marian Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the city, and today our guest is Andy Kenyon, the Director of Parks and Recreation. Welcome back, Andy. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, today we are going to talk about a brand new building for the Parks Department, but one that doesn't house people, but houses plants, and that's Holland's new greenhouse. Right. Yeah. Super excited. And this greenhouse is replacing the old one, the historic one, on correct. State Street. Yep. And this one is built, correct? The new one is completed? It is, it's complete. We moved in earlier uh, at the end of last week. So we're just getting comfortable in there, moving stuff from one from the old house to the new house. Okay. So when was the original greenhouse built? So the original greenhouse was built, the first part was built in 1911. Wow. Had, yeah, it's super old. It's on the local historic district registry um, and uh, it's had three renovations or three additions. So the last house was built in 1950. So, so even that one is old. Is old. That's yes. correct. Yes. And originally it was built for the city, correct? It was. Yeah. Okay. So um, way back when um, the park superintendent decided in 1911 that we needed to have plants in Centennial Park, uh, Victorian okay. style plants. Uh, palm trees, uh, big leafed plants, different assortment of different flowering plants. And uh, they had needed a place to store them and to grow them. So they built this greenhouse. I believe if I read the history right, it was about $800 to build the first greenhouse wow. back in 1911. <laughs> so um, yeah, so they, they built it to house the plants and then it started to take off and the city decided we'd grow more plants and add stuff and plant material all over the city. So back in 1911, I'm guessing that was pretty forward thinking. It was. In terms of what municipalities do and planting yep. around the city and Yeah, at, at that time it was kind of state of the art and it still is today and it's kind of uh, a unique thing for municipalities to own their own greenhouse. Now okay. there are greenhouses that are owned by the cities but they don't do necessarily what we do and supply our city facilities and parks with the plants that we grow. Okay. Uh, so that's where we're super unique. A couple reasons that we do that is is the main reason for tulip time and it the is. way we have to transfer out the plants within the city? Yep. So I've worked for the city for over 18 years, and we've probably studied this probably six times in those 18 years. Okay. The benefit of growing our own plants and flowers versus purchasing them on the open market. Sure. And it, bottom, bottom line, it comes down to tulip time. So the tulip pushes us back into, obviously, mid-May, late May. Right. And most growers are done with their production in May, like the 1st of May. Okay. And we can't plant anything until the tulips are all done blooming and then are pulled out of the ground, which usually takes us until about June, middle of June. Right. So we don't end up planting our annuals until about 4th of July is when they're completed. Okay. So, so if the city wanted to get plants at that point in time from a wholesaler, mm -hmm. it'd be too late? It would be too late, or we'd okay. have to have it specially grown just for us, oh. which drives the cost up. Sure, so okay. So in, in some of those studies that we did, we found that it was much more economical for us to grow our own plants with our staff in our own building. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. And the staff that runs that building, do you have a staff specific for the greenhouse? We do. So Emily Vinstaldinen is our greenhouse specialist. Uh, she and her team of, it varies depending upon the season, between probably six and, and ten people. Uh, they help grow the plants, um, they bring the plants in, they plant the plants, they take care of them all summer long, and then uh, start planting for that in the fall. Going back to the old greenhouse, do you know how many 
That 1911 is a long time ago. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many planes went through that yeah, greenhouse? So, so we did a little research in the last couple of weeks since we knew this was coming up, and we're estimating that we have grown about five million annuals in that in the in those walls uh, for the city. So, so millions, uh, five million. Yeah, that's incredible. It is, and so every year we we grow about a hundred thousand. We plant about eighty to ninety thousand, and we have about ten thousand in reserve in case something dies or needs to be replaced. Okay. So for the last at least. 20 years, we know for sure we've planted a hundred thousand ish every year. Oh my good! Wow. So, was <laughs> I keep saying yeah. wow, but it's a, it's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. It's a tremendous amount. That so, is. And it, it's, you know, that old greenhouse, it, it served us very, very well for a really long sure. time. So, so what's next for that facility? Yeah. So the city is currently studying what to do with that property. Like I mentioned earlier, it is on the local registry of historic places. Okay. And um, so we're determining what to do with it. Um, and okay. We have a study group put together uh, with some stakeholders, some city staff and people around the community, um, people on a couple different commissions, including the Historic District Commission, that are going to be looking at that in the next few weeks. And then there'll be a pu- some public open houses in the second week of February. So those will be posted on the city's calendar when they're solidified. But okay. we're looking at probably the second end of the second week of February, where the public can come out and give us some input as to what they think uh, we should we could do with it or what would be a good use for those mm-hmm. those houses. Because after this this winter, right now, we're just going to basically keep the heat on and make sure it's running, but we're not going to use it for a grow house anymore. And is it empty right now? Because I know uh, you said yeah, there's no plant. There's a few plants in it. We okay. have you know a couple historic plants. One in particular, we're going we're gonna to move to the new place, um, but for the most part, it's empty. Okay. So, so you mentioned historic plants. I did. Right, have they? Are they going to be sad to leave their old house? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they'll they're gonna they're gonna find out that it's a much bigger s- space to spread out, and hopefully they'll have some success in growing. We have a a ponderosa lemon tree that's been in there for decades. I couldn't find out the exact date when it was planted. It okay. was well before anybody that works at the city now um, know, knew about. Um, but it is at least 40, maybe 50, 60 years old. And wow. it's, it's in the ground there. So In the ground? In the ground, yeah. So, so not, it's not in potted. a container. It's not. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to excavate it out. And okay. uh, we built a giant box. It's basically five by five by four foot deep box. Um, okay. Where we're, we're going to house it in the new greenhouse. And we're going to bare root it and move it over and transplant it in there. It produces some lemons that are... Bigger than softballs and about grapefruit size, they're huge. Oh my goodness! And, is uh, that the sp- is that ponderosa yeah. type lemons? Yep. That's the yep. type. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 really big, and uh, it, it's amazing. So. And is that tree been there just because it's always been there, yeah. and the city's just yep, it's taken care of it the, and maintained it. Yep, and it's been at the head of the house, and it just is there, and it, we trim it back, and it keeps coming back. So we, okay. we keep letting it grow, and so we want to see if we can move it and have it be. Uh, mainstay in the new house. And that's kind of fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And any other historic plants that are going to well, make some, the move? Yeah, we've got some birds of paradise plants um, that are in there that have been in there forever. And every once in a while, the greenhouse staff will take clippings from it and put them in vases around the city okay. uh, when those bloom. So they're really nice. And we'll move those. There's, I don't know, there's probably four giant pots of those. And okay. they, you know, they bloom periodically throughout the year. And they're a pretty cool plant to keep around. And you don't foresee any issues of moving plans, stressors no, that they I have don't. to go we'll, through. We'll okay. move, you know, the weather so far this winter has been pretty mild. Sure. So we'll pick a, we'll pick a decent day and, and move them over. It's only a couple mile jaunt, so it's not super far. Right. They'll, they'll probably be just fine. Okay. So technology features, I'm, things change since 1911 and 1950 yes. when the last 
addition was put on. What has what's different in this new house, um, technology wise? Maybe. So, so the old house, just what it's made of is mostly it's glass, so it doesn't have a real great R value, uh, single pane glass. Okay. The new house has a double double layer of um, of basically plastic um, separated by an air gap of about an inch in inch thickness. Okay. Um, so that provides a much better R value, keeps the heat inside. And explain R value. So R value is basically how it retains heat and its uh, capacity to, to keep a space warm. Okay. Um, so it's much like your house, your insulation in your sure. house, it's the same thing. Okay. And uh, so that's that's super important. It's, it's really nice to have that. Um, secondly, uh, we have a environmental system that tracks wind, humidity, and heat and cold. So we have automatic, um, this is really actually exciting, I, but it sounds really silly, but it's automatic a venting system. So okay. um, when it gets super warm in there, we want it at a certain temperature. The vents will open up automatically um, according to the temperature. If it needs more humidity, um, it opens up and lets that in or lets it out. And right now at our old old greenhouse, we have to hand crank the, the vents open. So we'll have to have staff come in in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday when we're not there, oh open God. the vents up because okay. it's going to be sunny out, it's going to be really hot, and then come back at night and crank them closed. This new technology will allow us to not have to be there for it. It'll just automatically do it, which will be amazing. So much more efficient for your staff. Very, very efficient. Time for sure. Yep. That's that is really a neat <laughs> it's, feature. It's, it sounds silly, but it's no. Totally I can cool. I can see that having <laughs> yeah. to have staff come in on the weekends or mm-hmm. in their unscheduled times yep. to maintain that. Yeah, I, let, me, I, yeah. let me tell you a little okay. story, just a, a, little, a little brief one. As I was going through the history of the old greenhouse, I came upon um, a story about our fish pond in there. So if you're familiar with Centennial Park, we have a giant fish pond. We have koi in now. Yes. Way back in the early 1900s, they had just giant goldfish in there, and. Um, in the greenhouse, we have a, it's probably about 20 feet long, about four feet wide that we house, this is where we house the fish in the wintertime. And uh, a couple of boys that were elementary school age were, got in trouble for fishing in that goldfish <laughs> pond at the greenhouse. They didn't get in a whole lot of trouble, but it was kind of a funny story, a little anecdotal thing I, I found in the history of it, so... Yeah, so I bet not many people probably even knew there was a pond in there. They don't. So it's in between a couple of the buildings. So if you haven't been in there, you wouldn't necessarily see it now sure. um, because of the way the buildings are, are situated. But So we have to we have to figure out a way. We're going to build a new little pond for them in the new greenhouse. Okay. Um, it'll not be as big probably, which we don't need it to be that big. Uh, but it'll have a skimmer and it'll have a pump and a filter and all that stuff in there just like we do now to keep the fish nice and healthy all winter. Okay. And so, are there koi in there? There are. There yeah, are. And, okay. Yeah, we've got all different sizes from, they're about the length of your hand to about two and a half feet long is our biggest one. So okay. we've got some really big ones. Okay. So is there a process of the plants of what um, comes into the greenhouse first for the season and, sure. and a cycle of those plants? Yep. So um, it goes back to even to back back to tulip time. Um, you know, we can't plant everything at once, so we can't have everything ready at once. Sure. So what we do is we order them in batches. So we'll order, and I'll probably get these numbers wrong, and Emily will have to correct me, but we'll order them in five to ten thousand um, plant chunks. So okay. we'll have a, a bunch come one week. We'll get them transplanted into bigger pots, and a week will go by, and another batch will come, and a week will go by, and another batch will come, so that we're not just not everything's ready all at once because we wouldn't have the staff to plant 100,000 plants all at the same time. Sure. 
Will this new greenhouse, besides what you had talked about, the venting and the R value, is there, are there other things that the new greenhouse will allow you to do that you couldn't do in the other sure. greenhouse? So one one of the things is it's much larger than the old greenhouse, okay. which will allow us to grow plants in bigger containers to begin with. Um, so right now, um, the square footage of grow space actually at the old greenhouse is about 5,000 square feet. Uh, the current, the new greenhouse is 10,500 square feet. It's almost so double. Almost double. We'll add some aisles down there and some benches so we'll, we'll still have between probably you know, 8,500 to 9,500 square feet of okay. bench space um, but that'll allow us like I said to, to grow plants in a bigger pot mm-hmm. which will have a much bigger impact you know um, when you plant a plant it's in a little container a two inch container it goes in the ground it looks kind of puny to begin with and right it takes a few weeks for it to fill out right well with the new greenhouse we'll be able to grow bigger and we'll put them in the ground bigger so that it'll have an immediate impact we won't have to wait till august to have a great show of annuals nice yeah so, so it'll be cool so people may really see a difference around town they should yeah okay. absolutely and uh, you know we're also talking about windmill island gardens plants you know they have a greenhouse there it's not really big but mm-hmm. we might be able to grow all of our plants eventually under one roof we'll get one growing cycle here for the parks and cemetery department and then expand it maybe in the future to include okay. windmill island gardens how many varieties? I know you you listed a, like about the number of plants, but how many different varieties would you say? Yeah, we'll go. Grow? I think in the past we've gone up to sixty varieties, which is kind of a lot. We may That's pare that down a little bit to be between forty and sixty. Okay. Because um, we want to do what we do very well. And sure. The, we always do, but it's it's tough to maintain and take care of sixty different things that need different amounts of sunlight, different right. amounts of water, different amount of heat those right type of things. right so yeah but we grow a lot between 40 and 60 okay. different varieties of annuals that, that is quite a bit it's a lot right <laughs> well there's a lot to stay tuned for still is there anything else you'd like to tell us or anything that would surprise people yeah, maybe just, no i don't know we're just super excited about having this this new house um staff's been waiting decades for this to happen sure. and so we're really really uh looking forward to what we can do in there and, and getting busy in there so okay. it's exciting We'll try to post some updates on our social media, either Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, so stay tuned to those. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Until next month, this is my Holland Update. (laughs) 